Well, <clears throat> a few weeks back, uh, we were broadcasting from, or streaming, I should I say, from the, from the house. And I went over a subject, and I taught for a couple of weeks on the powerlessness of the church. And today, I'm going to teach on the nature of power. You're going to hear a little bit of review, get us back to where we are, because this teaching will really help to um, solidify or you'll see exactly where you've been once you understand the nature of power. So with that said, um, there's a few things that you're going to see that's going to be very familiar from the past teaching. But however, I want you to know a few things. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to the nature and the power of, uh, or should I say the power, the nature of the power, uh, what that really is. But before we go there, there's a couple of things that, you know, I like to discuss as always. Um, I'm going to try to minimize my time as much as possible. I'm not going to stress that I'm going to finish everything. And my mindset is that I'm not at this moment, which is great because um, I really want you to get it. Um, in the kingdom, um, when it has to do with knowing God and walking with God, um, creativity is not a requirement. I'm going to say that again. In the kingdom... When it has to do with knowing God and walking with God, creativity is not required. Or should I say your creativity is not required. Um, in this teaching, you're going to actually see some of the things why I'm kind of prefacing this with that statement in the kingdom. We have, um, you, doesn't, you doesn't need your requirement for knowing God and walking with God. Uh, your creativity is not involved. It's not needed. You're not giving the liberty of the way of knowing God. You're not giving the liberty of that. How I choose, I want to know God the way I want him. Well, that would be your God and not the God. That would be your God, not the God. This is why your creativity is not needed. There is already a predetermined path that predates your arrival. Mm. You are not given that luxury and creativity. Your assignment is to find the path and walk therein. Okay? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I like that. I need that feedback. See, I don't know about y'all, but as a human being, I think we have lost our connectivity. We're so connected with the internet and, you know, other things. We're, we're actually, you are tethered to this phone. You're tethered to your pad. You're tethered to your computer. You have more connectivity with that than you do with people. See, that's what I'm saying. You know that. And that's a problem there. So when it comes to God, like I said, you're trying to create a way to connect, but it's already been predetermined. It predated your arrival. How in the path to take or to get to know and walk with God. We've lost our connectivity. 
We're still trying to connect. But it's, it's in your way. You're creating all these creative ways to connect with God. So it's already be determined. What you should be doing is finding the path. See, it's, it's just like, it's just like a, a neural net. It's, it's just like the ether. It's just like the connection. It's just like your Bluetooth. You get on the right frequency, you're connected. You can transmit and receive. Okay, I'm just trying to. You do, you do become one. And um, man, I'm, I'm telling you, this is. Listen, I, I need us to know this. There are many ways to enter into the house. But Jesus said this. I am the door. There are many ways. There are many ways to enter into a home. Hmm. But let's listen to this. Jesus said, I am the door. No house only has doors. There's no house that only has a door. Okay. Okay. All right. There are windows. Are you, you are, you are only welcome when you pass through the door. Y'all got it? You're only welcome when you pass through the door. Mm -mm -mm. Jesus said, I am the door, which means that he is the only authorized entrance point. Y'all got it? It's not the only way to enter in, but it's the only authorized way. Okay. <sighs> See, y'all, I'm trying to talk to y'all like spiritual beings that you are. Jesus said, I'm the door. I'm the way to enter into my father's house. Any other way, you're a thief and a robber. So you can enter in. So all these false religions, all these other things, they can enter in. <laughs> but they haven't come through the authorized entrance. See, real simple, real simple, real simple. This is what you see with a lot of false religions. I'm going to help you all as we move on in this teaching here. This is just, this is just something uh, the Lord wanted me to make sure we understand about the power of God and the nature of his power. There are many ways, but there's only one authorized way to enter in. Right? There are many mechanisms. You see it out in the world. You see the Buddhists. You see the Mormons. You see the Jehovah Witnesses. You see the Scientologists. You see, you see all of these types of things. You see Islam. And you can't go into another man's house and say, this is my house now. You even have to have authorization to do that. Okay, hold on. People building houses within the house. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on here. I'm trying to work with this mic. All right. So you have a stranger. And he'll jump into your house, you know. And you, you're not going to say hi. You're welcome. I mean, sister stranger, just come through the door. Come through the window. You're not going to say hi. Come on in. 
Okay. He's not authorized. There's no relationship. Uh-oh. He can enter in, though, can he? He said, if you enter in any other way, meaning that you can. Oprah. There's got to be more than, it's got to be more, it's got to be more ways to God. Absolutely it is. But there's only one authorized way. Okay, see, well, I tell y'all just don't know how to, I'm trying to get y'all to listen. All right. Wow. So you know what, teacher? I can't help it. It's just natural for me. I, I'm sorry. I'm connected to her. And I don't want the connection to break. So you're going to hear me reference her. She's sitting right there. I, but, and it's just how we should be with God. You know you're upset soon as the Bluetooth disconnection. You can't get your information. You be mad. This won't happen. It, it won't pair. I'm just trying to say, husband, why should be paired? Mm, 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 mm. Sometimes reset don't work. There's a there's a misfunction or malfunction in the software. There's something wrong with the connectivity. Not connected. That's how you see a lot of marriages. Both other elements are there, but they won't connect. They won't pair. They won't pair. Your vows is your parent. Forever. That, that link should never, ever be broken. That pairing should never be broken. Okay. Woo. All right. All right. All right. That's right. You can't. That's why you can't have all this polygamy. You can't have all this pairing. And this one is one device. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We, we, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. We won't do this. We won't play church. We won't play. We know, we know God. You don't have the liberty to know God the way you want to know him. It's already predetermined before you even arrive on the scene how you would interact and connect with God. You can't enter in a new way. Listen, this is just not even the, it is the teaching, but not really, but it is. <laughs> All right. So watch this. So it matters. And I've said it before. It matters how we know God. It matters who taught us or is teaching us about God. And the things of God. It really matters. Oh, man. We have so much wrong. This is the frustration behind many believers, especially people who come to WM Ministries. It's because we challenge. It's hard to you receive the truth. See, I told you, it matters who you sit under. It matters who is teaching you. Listen, I'm not teaching you about God through my experience. I'm going to teach you about God through the word of God. Amen. See a lot of people are being taught on experiences. But that's my experience. How I tethered and connected with God. It's not yours. Go ahead. It's not yours. 
So you have a lot of people who create and institutions and everything be, be taught on an experience. Instead of, listen, instead of his word. That is the predetermined how you are to connect with God is his word. The spirit of, of God reveals Jesus. Jesus is the word of God who reveals the father. That's the procreate. You can't do it any other way. That path is predetermined. Okay. Christianity today. I'll go back to what WM mentioned. This is what happens. Because we refuse to be modern day Sadducees and Pharisees at WM Ministries. We refuse to be religious, legalistic. We, when you do all of these things, you, you dwindle down the power of the word of God. And this is what I have seen that's happening even in the season that we're in right now. Okay. All right. The Christianity today is far, far from what the Bible teaches oh we don't want to uh, we, we did drop they dropping off off of the line right now they drop they won't click they won't share and they won't comment now <laughs> the christianity of today is nothing like the christianity of the bible it's nothing like it there is a difference This is what happened, teacher. People have gotten into the house another way. This is what's happening. People have gotten into the house of God through another way. Through another door, through another window. Mm -mm -mm. This is what's happening. The stuff that we're teaching, the stuff that we're, we're listening to right now. On, I don't care who you are. Prominent. Or the little pastor over in the corner. We have gotten far away from the true word of God. We can't even ident we can't identify it. See, what happens is because of an experience. That experience now becomes doctrine. So now I build doctrine on an experience. I build institutions. I build churches. I build people. I build programs based on an experience, not the word of God. Oh, this is just too. This is we got to be ready for this. Oh, my God. This, this is imagine, as I said, imagine Mary, if she had built her her ministry on the immaculate conception. There wouldn't be no need for a man. And we will build. See, an experience, an experience becomes a doctrine based on an experience. Detail. People have gotten away, or should I say, people have gotten in another way. 
this is what this is what you see in the world right now. How is it it's the body of Christ and we all are saying something different? How come we can't have agreement on what we should be doing at this time? Should we be teaching still prosperity? Should we still be teaching on sin? <sighs> Should we be teaching on deliverance? What should we be, what should we, be, where should we be at right now as the body of Christ? What should you be hearing right now as the body of Christ? Won't he do it? Just a year to double? Do you know how many hungry people are in our community? What word do they need? See, this is how doctrine get messed up. You first come into the body of Christ and the free, you get saved, feel you, you love God. You're trying to love God. First thing you hear now is finances. This is what happens to the body of Christ. People who come in, this is the first thing they hear is finances. You can't build a person. See, finances are great, but that comes along with maturity. But this is the first thing we hear. I came in off the street. You come in off the streets. You came in out of prison. You, you don't love nobody. You got a whole bunch of trash and, and things that are attached to you. And because there is no apostle who brings order, an apostle also should be able to go into a region and see what they are lacking spiritually. No, you just want the name apostle. You haven't had an experience. You haven't had an encounter. You don't have any churches that you are under or submitted to. Yet, I'm an apostle. Mm. He's gotten in another way. I'm trying to, I need to get into where I need to go, but. I'm just doing it. Y'all gave me, y'all put me in a box. I got, hmm. All right, here we go. I'm kind of flow here. People have gotten in through the wrong way. Imagine that. You just got saved. You don't know God. You don't know how to walk with him. You don't know how to hear his voice. You don't know how to pray. You don't know what he did on the cross. You don't know anything. But as soon as I sit down in the service, it's about prosperity. We have done, we have done such a dishonor to new believers. All right. As I said, today Christianity is far, far, far from biblical Christianity. They don't know the love of God. They don't even know what it is. This service. I watch some ministers online and I can examine. And they can examine me too. I don't care. 
It's like, I know who that spirit is. I know that spirit. I know that spirit. But no one else seemed to be able to identify all that cackling and laughing in the background. And we think that that's God. See, there's a spirit that's attached to. That's how it entered in. Listen, how apostasy gets into the church, it gets through the pastors. Pastors are the ones that usher in apostasy. I'm going to make sure of what comes through that door. What spirit comes through that door? Just because I've seen this happen in this ministry, I'm supposed to do it. That's not it. You don't know if that's God. The right door, the authorized door, is how you receive power from God. This is how you're going to see lion signs and wonders. It looks like God. But it hasn't been authorized by God. It's spiritual. The witch doctor. The hobbleist. The, um, um, they are, listen, they, that stuff is real. They're operating in a spiritual law. It's real. But it's not authorized. By God. Yahovah. yud hey vav hey. Yahweh. I'm talking about the true, the almighty God. It's not authorized by him. But you, they can get in. And their spiritual, their spiritual gifting, does, it's perversion. This is what you see. It's real. Okay, man, people don't want that. I don't know if anybody typing, saying anything. Maybe so. Here we go. The body of Christ today has such an imbalance on most everything. As the body of Christ, we, we are separated even on love. We are, we are have such an imbalance on most everything. Doctrines, baptism, gifts, prayer. Deliverance. See, true deliverance, though, teacher, is preached. Because that, <laughs> that demon can still come back. But true deliverance is preached. Didn't nobody lay hands on me. It was preached to me. My God. I'm finishing up right here before I get into what I really want to go. There is a mixing. Watch this teacher. There is a mixing of flesh and anointing. There is a mixing of flesh and anointing. The body of Christ needs a surgery. A separation. Which one. Which, which one is God. And which one. 
is produced of our lim by our limitations. Did y'all hear what I said? The body of Christ needs a surgery. That needs a separation. That needs to be a separation of which one is God and which one is produced of our limitations, by our limitations. My goodness. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with the body? There is no power in the body of Christ. There is no power. Second Timothy three uh, seven, uh, in the part B of that scripture, second Second Timothy three and seven, it says we are forever inquiring and getting information, but we are never able to arrive at a recognition and knowledge of the truth. We're not able. There is an error. There is an apostasy. There is a false teacher. And think about that. False teaching. Satan is disguised as an angel of light. Means that there's going to be a certain amount of truth. But not authorized. Oh my God. This is the problem. He does not have authorization. The manifestation of the word of God. Watch this. By faith. So this is what we see in our pulpits. This is what we see in our institutions. This is what we see. We see a lot of false light. And no one, no one wants to recognize it. We continue to teach on an experience. Make a doctrine out of our experience. My experience was my personal, for my own personal connection with God. For him to reveal himself to me. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. That was good. I guess I can do it. I could probably like, that's it. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> I guess I could do it. Oh, but I'm not. I'm still got some more. I still got my time. I got 15 minutes. Y'all, y'all know this. Y'all know this ain't gonna work. Y'all know this ain't gonna work for me. I don't know. All right, maybe that. Maybe that was it. I mean, maybe I can stay at that level. But right. here we go. Let's go on in here. She says she might give me a little bit more. I know. Anyway. Okay. The nature of power. <laughs> I was meditating. I've been teaching y'all on meditation, right? What true meditation is. All right. Creates imagination. So I taught y'all a little while back during the winter. It was about the powerlessness. And today I'm going to kind of teach us on the power. They kind of little intermingled in there. I was praying and meditating on, and I got my notes here this time. I kind of did a little different here. Got the command post here. So, anyway. <laughs> All right. I would print. Y'all can laugh. I feel like I'm Jimmy Fallon. Ain't nobody telling Joe. Ain't nobody saying that. Anyway, it's all good. 
<laughs> Ain't nobody said nothing. Okay. All right. Okay. I was praying and meditating on the power of God. Uh, where is it? That was my meditation. Where is it? Where is the power of God? Why does the church seem so powerless? How do we walk in God's power? I already had an understanding from my previous teaching, of course, of the natural concept of power. This revelation started a whole string, new string of questions in me. Is spiritual power the same as electrical power? Are the laws that govern them the same? I know you like science. Are there parallels between spiritual and natural power? Hmm. Okay. Most people, ministers, including, have no idea, watch this, of true power. We have no concept of the nature and function of power. Minister, go to 1 Corinthians 4 and 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 20. For the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power. Moral power and excellence of soul. Oh! Soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions should be in a form or state of excellence. True power, we're talking about the kingdom of God, consists and is based on, oh, not talk. Woo, not talk, but power. Oh, the nature of power. Oh, my God. Woo, teacher. Paul says to us very clear. When it comes to the power in the kingdom, we better know more than just talk. This is what he's saying. <laughs> the problem is that most of the power in the kingdom today is just that. Talk. Okay, all right. The first step in walking in the power of God is to understand what true power is all about. Let's start, by, let's start by looking at things from a natural perspective. Maybe I'll get your attention first. So when we talk about power, it's usually in the concept of electricity, right? I won't get into plasma and all these other things. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo! You're going to learn when you come to walk in ministry. Okay. We use the phrase like power lines, power plants, power outages. <laughs> we should know about that just a couple, of weeks, uh, a couple of days ago, right? We think electricity when we think power as being a form of power, right? We do that, right? Electricity. How, how can this help us to understand what power, true power, really is? We simply put the definition of power, listen, 
in the same, it's the same definition of power that we're talking about when you're talking about electricity and it comes into a house or the power of God to heal the sick. It's the same power. Mm, 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 mm. As I told you before, listen, I want this teaching because of what you've been taught, way you've been hearing, the way you've been maturing. When you hear this again, you should see it in a whole nother way because of where you have grown. Maybe. Power is the ability to act. It is the property of a thing that is manifested in effort or action by virtue of which that thing produces change. Woo! I love that. See, you heard it before, but you're going to hear it now differently. You, because of you've been in your study, because you've been hearing the word of God, you should now have grown. And now your ear is attuned to something new with the word of God. Oh, the day is going to be awesome. We start our fast today for the next seven days. Woo! Here we go. Power is the ability to act. It is the property of a thing that is manifested in effort or action by virtue by which that thing produces change. I love this word in here. Last time we didn't go in there. Ability. It says power is the ability to act. Ability means possession of the means or skill to do something. Sounds like wisdom. Wisdom is skill. Mm, mm. See, it all ties right in, I think, Holy Spirit. Listen to that. The ability means, and I said power is the ability to act. The word ability is possession of the means or skill to do something. Talent, skill, proficiency in a particular area. Oh, that sounds like wisdom is working. Power. Woo! Let's boil it down. True power is the ability to produce change. Mm, mm, mm. That's the key word. It takes power to transform water that's room temperature. To a temperature that's conducive now for hot coffee. I'm going with it in the similitude of that. I love that. All right. It takes power to move a one-ton car from zero to 60 in four seconds. It takes power to do that. Woo. It takes power to change a liar into a saint. It takes power, listen, just to replace guilt with innocence. It takes power to do that. Mm. It takes ability. It takes, listen, change. Oh, my goodness. If we understand this correctly, then the verse above that I just gave you should bring new understanding. It's the assignment of the kingdom of God to produce, watch this, change oh my goodness it's the assignment of the kingdom to of god to produce change see it ain't you it ain't hit you yet it ain't hit you yet it's the assignment of the kingdom of god to produce change that means when you come to the kingdom you cannot remain the same Has the kingdom 
come to you. He said, where's the kingdom? The kingdom is within you. Oh, my God. See, I told y'all, hopefully y'all have matured. Then we can get something past milk. Mm, mm, mm. It's not how well you speak about power. Change is the priority. Change is the priority. Is the church producing change? Is the church, the church that you go to, the church that you are submitted to, is it producing change? See, true energy is, is, is never destroyed, only changed. True energy, electricity is never destroyed. It's only changed. You have a power source that's running you. I want to resuscitate you. You need my breath and you need a fibrillator. You need an exchange. Because you are in one state that you can't stand. So change, you change is a powerful word. The kingdom produces change. If you really can grasp the revelation, it's a powerful statement. Kind mm. of meditate on that. Oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. Hey. You remember the passage that was written when I, I want you, hold on, I want, I want y'all to know this. Hold on. You have to remember this. That when that scripture that you read was written, Christians were the people who were turning the world upside down with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I told you, this is not, the gospel of today is not the same that was in biblical form. It's changed. In light of this, how powerful is the kingdom of God today? We just go to church. We don't even know what to look, look for. We, we don't even know what to listen for. We don't even know if it's the real gospel. Because it's changed. Not destroyed. But changed. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here we go. Hey, let me bring it to a close. Y'all got to work with me. Let me bring it to a close. Let me bring it. In order to answer that question that I said, now I'll bring it here. How powerful is the kingdom of God today? In order to answer that question, we must ask, how much change is being produced in the church today? The unfortunate answer is not much. 
I'm going to try to work with this. 45 minutes is great. This is going to be a nice long series. We're talking about the power, the nature of the power of God. So at this time, I'm going to have to bring it to an end. Because next week, we're going to be in service. We're doing a 45-minute service. Um, of course, we know the corona is out there. We're doing a dry run right now. We have some people in here trying to help you next week to flow through. So my, my prayer is that you will really cooperate, them, cooperate with them next week and how the ministry is changing a little bit. Amen. I love y'all. Shabbat shalom. Um, see you next week.